Cole Martin, Jalen Mbakwe, and the ACC Big Ten Challenge. There's a lot of stuff to get to on today's episode of the show. Let's get right on into it. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. Also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to personally thank you, as I always do, for making us your first listen of the day. It does not go unnoticed nor unappreciated. Um, you can check out the Locked On Louisville podcast free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. Um, on this Saturday edition of the show, we will begin with the football recruiting realm. Four-star, highly ranked prospect Cole Martin visited the Cardinals program. The current Oregon commit um, went on an unofficial visit here to Louisville this past Wednesday. We will then transition into top 2024 defensive back Jalen Mbakwe. Uh, cut his list to 10 this past week, and the Cardinals ended up making that list cut. And then in the final segment, over to the basketball side of things, where the ACC Big Ten Challenge opponent for the Louisville Cardinals has been announced. It is the Maryland Terrapins. We will give our first reaction in the final segment of the show. But to start out with, we are going to talk about um, you know the football recruiting realm as it relates to Cole Martin. Uh, you know, a- as kind of a backstory. Really, well, not really a backstory, but kind of a recap. Over the past couple months, unless you've been living under a rock, there's no uh, secret that the Louisville football program has been tearing it up on the recruiting trail. They've been on fire ever since Pierce Clarkson committed to the program in the latter days of January. Um, Just this past week, last Monday, five-star top 20 prospect and number one running back in the class, Ruben Owens, committed to the Cardinals program. They are sitting right outside of the top 15, right at number 11, or I'm sorry, top 10. I think they're at number 11 currently. Um, this was as as of a couple of days ago. Um, but it seems like there still are more commitments looming um, that could come to light here in the next week or so. So be, you know, be sure to stay tuned in that regard. But that hasn't stopped Pierce Clarkson from continuing to reach out and recruit some of the higher-rated guys across the country, especially out on the West Coast. One of those players unofficially visited the University of Louisville this past week on Wednesday, to be exact. That is current four-star Oregon commit Cole Martin. Martin is ranked as the 74th best prospect in the class, according to the 24-7 sports rankings, the 10th best cornerback, and the second best prospect in the state of Arizona. Uh, Martin is a 5'10", 175-pound cornerback from Basha High School in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, committed to Oregon back on January 1st of this year. Has a a, a slew of offers uh, from, obviously, Oregon, but Alabama. Uh, going on down the list, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, LSU, Michigan State, uh, Notre Dame, Mississippi, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M, UCLA, USC, Washington, Wisconsin, so on and so forth, you get what I'm trying to say. Obviously, he is a very highly sought-after prospect. Um, it, it, it does beg the question, how realistic are the Cardinals' chances of landing a prospect like Cole Martin? Well, we have to address the elephant in the room. That is the fact that Cole Martin's father is currently the defensive backs coach at the University of Oregon. So it seems like, you know, maybe... 
Louisville fans might get too hyped up about this one, although it might just be Martin enjoying the recruiting process, and there's not much you know to look into. And that very well may be the case. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is not. Um, but it is going to be very, very difficult to um, flip a prospect that is currently committed to a program, especially like Oregon, in which his dad would be his position coach. So um, that's the biggest question there. Uh, I think that the telltale sign here would be if the Cardinals can – uh, convince Cole Martin to take an official visit. That would be the biggest um, kind of momentum swing that we could possibly see. I'm personally not going to put too much stock into this. I think that it's awesome that you're getting a prospect of his caliber on campus, you know, getting another top 100 or, you know, top 200 prospect on campus here at Louisville. I mean, you, you can't take away the significance of that. Um, but I, but I will say that I'm not getting my hopes up on this one. It's nice that it happened, but until he schedules an official visit, if he schedules an official visit. I'm not really going to get my hopes up in this certain recruitment, and that's no disrespect to Louisville. I think that with the circumstances, it's going to be hard to take a kid away from the West Coast, let alone a kid from the West Coast going to Oregon, let alone the fact that that kid from the West Coast that's going to Oregon, his dad is the position coach at the school in which he's committed to. So if he were to schedule an official visit, well, who knows? Then then we're maybe in a, in a little bit of a different discussion, a different debate, but ultimately – um, you know, I'm not necessarily sure how plausible this one is, and I'm not sure how much further this goes, but it has to, it does speak volumes. The fact that he did come visit campus for hypothetical reasons. Let's take a look at what Cole Martin would bring to this program. Obviously, he would soften the blow that came from the decommitment of Martel Height this past week. Uh, Martel was, you know, or is currently ranked as a four-star prospect, likely going to Vandy, where I believe one of his um, high school coaches is going to coach. I could be completely wrong there, but I feel like that was the rumor kind of, excuse me, kind of circulating around. But ultimately, you know, as I mentioned, when we were discussing Martel Heights' decommitment, with how Louisville is recruiting the secondary, and they've already got four defensive backs committed in the class, Getting a guy like Cole Martin would obviously alleviate any concerns over the de, you know the de, decommitment of um, you know Cole uh, of Cole Martin yeah you know, the Cole Martin a, a commitment from Cole Martin would alleviate the concerns of a decommitment from, from, from Cole Martin <laughs> I can't even speak uh, a commitment from Cole Martin would alleviate some of the concerns left by the decommitment of Martel Height is what I was trying to say but ultimately Cole Martin as you will um, uh, find. If you watch his film, he really is a player that affects all aspects of the game, plays both sides of the ball, also is a player in special teams as a return man. Um, very, very solid in coverage. I like his frame at 5'10 to really be able to disrupt the rush. I think in his film, in which you can watch on his huddle, there, there's a lot of you know, in, you know, a lot of instances to where he's um, you know getting after the opposing ball handler and just being able to, you know, jump through lanes and, and, and get to the opposing ball handlers pretty quickly, you know, at the line of scrimmage. I like his burst. I like his pursuit. I like the play recognition at the line of scrimmage. I think that, you know, he, he's, he's a very, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's very, I, I don't want to say he's very mature in, in the way that he tackles because I don't think that makes sense. I, I think that he's very, um, very patient. 
There you go. He's very patient when it comes to letting plays develop and, and trying to find um, avenues to tackle the opposing ball handler. So um, I do think he's very solid in that regard. I, from what I saw from you know passing downs, it looks like the footwork is there. There's a lot of um, you know stuff to work with in terms of his ball skills. Like I said, he plays both sides of the ball, so that really helps in terms of you know being able to high point the football, being able to go up and contend with you know bigger receivers with only being 5'10", so a little bit of a smaller cornerback, uh, but not necessarily all that small. You know, 5'10 is pretty you know decently sized for the position. I know it seems like the way college and NFL football is kind of starting to gravitate towards, it seems like uh, taller cornerbacks are, are being prioritized more. Um, but I do think that Cole Martin is a guy that can uh, affect the game in a lot of different ways. Could be an immediate plug-in guy for special teams in which he might be able to um, – you know, be a return man right away. And we'll also talk about a guy in the next segment who who is kind of fitting that same mold of a player that plays both sides of the ball and is also very good in special teams. Uh, Cole Martin, um, you know, watching his film, it, it's no – it's no, um, you know, doubt that you know he could probably play either one at the next level, either receiver or defensive back. Listed as a defensive back, I think you know the ceiling is probably higher in that regard because I, you know, I like his ball skills, I like his footwork, I like his ability to backpedal and and still stay with receivers. I think that overall, you know, his press at the line of scrimmage is pretty solid as well, and he's overall very, very. Um, you know, it seems like sufficient in terms of play recognition and being able to read the opposing quarterback's eyes. So, um, you know, to recap, he would be a great addition to the program, would be the highest rated prospect in the class behind Reuben Owens um, at the moment. But uh, like I said, there's not much really to read into this one, in my opinion, uh, until an official visit is planned. If an official visit is planned, I should say, with Cole Martin's dad being a defensive backs coach at the University of Oregon, in which is where he is committed. So um, we will talk about another prospect that is currently uh, looking at the University of Louisville, a defensive back uh, prospect. And there, there's some um, some connections to the, to the University of Louisville that may surprise you. We'll talk about that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NFL, NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And it remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online is where the game starts. At this time, I want to say thank you again for making Locked on Lola your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the show is free on all streaming services five days a week. Your team every day. Moving right along into football recruiting. Uh, we are already in football recruiting. We'll keep going along in football recruiting, but for the first time talking about the 2024 class on the show, um, highly ranked um, four-star cornerback prospect Jalen Mbakwe. And I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's spelled M-B-A-K-W-E. If I am mispronouncing it, it is not you know intentional. I do apologize. Um, and I will definitely um, try to correct that if it is incorrect so if it is incorrect definitely let me know in the comments um i do apologize if it is but it seems like that's how it would be pronounced in bakway um 
but he is currently ranked as the 48th best prospect according to the 24-7 sports composite uh, for the 2024 class. 5'11", 170 pounds out of Pinson, Alabama. Has a lot of offers, and he has recently cut his list down to 10 in, and I read, as followed, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, Florida State, Michigan State, and the University of Louisville. So, um, obviously, the University of Louisville has their work cut out for them in this respective recruitment because they're going up against the big dogs of college football um, with the offer sheet that you see that Mbakwe has over 30 offers to his name thus far. We read the 10 that is in his final list, but... I mean, there are plenty more, like I mentioned, currently in the top 50 of the class, the fifth best prospect, I'm sorry, the fifth best cornerback in the cycle, and the number one prospect in the state of Alabama. I mentioned there being a connection that people might not pick up on. He plays currently at Clay Chalkville High School in Pinson, Alabama, who, as a two-way receiver, was a target for, you guessed it, Current Louisville freshman quarterback Caleb Johnson, who was the quarterback of Clay Chalkville High School the past couple seasons. So, um, you know, having uh, a former teammate and the quarterback of, you know, uh, of Jalen Mbakwe, who really, to be honest with you, and this is no disrespect to him, but he almost, he almost impressed me more as a receiver than he did as a defensive back. And that just kind of goes to show as a testament to, um, how luxurious it would be to have to have a possible commitment from Mbakwe because you know you could assess it in fall in like the offense uh, the off season and fall campus. Okay, are we going to use this guy as a receiver or is he going to be a defensive back? He's already like like I mentioned a plug in guy for special teams to where he can come in right away and be really really sufficient as a return man, both in kick return and punt return situations. Um, I really have been impressed with overall his ability to high point the football with his five foot eleven size. He has a ton of speed, and he is also a dual-sport athlete, runs track. He's a three-phase player with ample snaps on both sides of the ball. Um, this is from the 24-7 Sports uh, Scouting Report. Ran a 10.76 100-meter dash as a freshman. He also, um, let's see, um, helped Clay Chalkville to a 15-0 record this past fall and won the Alabama 6A state championship. So, um, you know, a lot of offers over the past month, Pittsburgh, Nebraska, Oregon, Cincinnati, um, Clemson, um, this past season had 36 receptions, 677 yards, and nine touchdowns. Avin averaged about, um, you know, uh, a little over 12 yards per punt return, had 11 Passes broken up, 11, I'm sorry, six passes broken up, 11 tackles, two interceptions to go along with that. So Mbakwe would be a huge commitment for the University of Louisville. Uh, obviously, I don't necessarily think that has to be said out loud because it can be implied. Um, the main thing for me is, yes, he's listed at cornerback. And, and I do think that, um, you know, when you watch, you know, the film that, that you see on him on his huddle and, um, you know, on other streaming services that you see like uh, social media, like Twitter, um, I do think kind of like Cole Martin, they're not necessarily the biggest cornerbacks, but they, they are very, very, um, you know, they're very solid in terms of, uh, sniffing out opposing teams, uh, you know, plays, you know, recognizing coverages, uh, being able to really, um, locate the football and have a ton of pursuit, 
really, really kind of like a heat-seeking missile is, is is what I like to call it. You know, Jalen and Bakway really is able to gravitate toward the football, um, you know, cover sideline to sideline and be very solid in coverage, very solid with his footwork and high-pointing the football. And that, that obviously helps of being a receiver as he has those ball skills, ability to go up and, um, you know, contest 50-50, um, you know, passes with some taller receivers so ultimately a huge opportunity here for Louisville to try to you know get a prospect like Mbakwe on campus this fall to to visit the program obviously having Caleb Johnson his former high school quarterback on on the team can't hurt might not necessarily be a decision breaker but it definitely can't hurt the Cardinals Um, but the main thing this signifies here for me and something that Louisville fans really haven't talked about up until this point, up until Jalen Mbakwe cut his list to 10, is the fact that we talk about Pierce Clarkson and his um, you know, role in, in, in recruiting right now, you know, along with Steve Clarkson. But what we need to realize is, you know, Josh Hurd, the Louisville football program, the University of Louisville as a whole has really been committed to uh, maximizing the NIL approach and their game plan for NIL. And, um, you know, it seems like the recruiting momentum is starting to seep down into the 2024 class. And what I'm starting to maybe not necessarily realize, because you, you feel like you realize it, but you might not necessarily acknowledge it. And that's the fact that, hey, Scott Satterfield's not just trying to have a, a stud-filled 2023 class and call it a day. He's trying to build the foundation for this program in 2023 and continue to recruit at that level heading into the, the classes to be. Um, you know, and, and it just gets shown here right away with um, Mbakwe cutting his list to 10. Whether or not they, they are going to be a serious player in this recruitment, well, that is yet to be seen. Obviously, it's going to be very, very tough to take a prospect out of the state of Alabama away from Nick Saban and from you know Auburn as well and the other programs that, are, that have made the list. But I will tell you that it is huge that Louisville is even included in the top 10 with all of these schools because the more and more prospects that they get um, included late in the stages of certain recruitments, the better off they're going to be in the classes to follow. So although it might not, you know, either of these guys might not commit to the University of Louisville, but still it does signify how the momentum on the recruiting trail is continuing to advance. So um, hopefully we get some commitments over the weekend so we can talk about them, but For the remainder of this Saturday edition of the show, we're going to dive into the basketball side of things where the Cardinals' ACC Big Ten Challenge opponent has been revealed. The Maryland Terrapins, we will discuss that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders their um, parts orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand the warehouse happens to carry when you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket allows you to save time and money um, it's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years the prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could ever need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs that website is rockauto.com and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. With the final segment of the show on Friday, it was uh, revealed the pairings for the ACC Big Ten Challenge uh, to be um, played in late November between the two conferences. The Louisville Cardinals last year had the Michigan State Spartans. This year, they're at home in the KFC Yum Center November 29th to take on the Maryland Terrapins. The Terrapins, under first-year head coach Kevin Willard, has some roster turnover. If you remember, before the season kind of went south last year, the Cardinals did defeat the Terrapins in the, uh, I think it's the Battle for the Bahamas is what it was called. I, I completely forget what that uh, classic was called down in uh, Bahamar, uh, the Bahamas, um, on Thanksgiving weekend. But ultimately, um, this will be this should be a, another exciting matchup for the Cardinals. I like this matchup. I think that it's a solid test. Um, you know, late in the month of November when, you know, they're still trying to maybe figure the roster out. But it's also, you know, not one of those games to where you're playing maybe a a top 10 team in, in, in the Big Ten. And I'm not sure who really that would be. I really haven't paid too much attention to the Big Ten thus far with, um, you know, rosters still getting um, constructed and everything like that. But Maryland's a solid opponent. Uh, Mark Turgeon um, stepped down kind of uh, very, un- not kind of, very unexpectedly. Uh, last season, and Kevin Willard, um, who most Louisville fans are aware of, used to be on staff here, um, former Seton Hall coach, is now at the helm in College Park, and he is looking to get Maryland to uh, tournament berth, which right now I think they're right inside, maybe right inside or outside of the top 30. So it seems like they, you know, they're a pretty solid uh, preseason tournament team thus far, and um, for solid reason. They've added two guards in the portal after losing Fats Russell, uh, Eric Ayala, and, and some other pieces. They bring in two transfer guards, most notably uh, Charlotte, Transfer Jameer Young, the 6'1 junior last season, averaged 19.6 points per game, 5.9 rebounds, 3.7 assists per contest, respectively, 46.8% from the field while shooting over 30% from behind the arc, almost 90% from the free throw line. So very, very impressive. He's going to be a guy that Louisville is going to have to know where he is at all times. Um, he's from the Maryland area. Um, a battle-tested guard that has you know played solid against some Power 5 competition in years past for Charlotte. Uh, most notably, I think it was LSU last year, or it might have been Auburn. They played an SEC team very, very solid last year. Uh, Jameer Young is a player to watch there. Donald Carey, the transfer from Georgetown last season, 13.5 points, 4.4 rebounds, 2.9 assists per game. Um, you know, to go on with 42, 39, and 91%. Uh, free throw, or I'm sorry, f- um, you know, shooting percentages. So overall, you know, this is pretty solid of an opportunity to play. They also have Jonathan Lamoth coming in. Um, I'm not sure how much he's going to play. Four star prospect from the state of Maryland, uh, the number two prospect in the state in this past class. So I'm not necessarily sure how. Um, you know, the rest of the roster is going to fill out. Julian Reese is back for his sophomore campaign. That's that's a big piece to to focus on if you're the Louisville Cardinals. So um, I think what I'm trying to say is that Maryland is going to look different from the team that the Cardinals played last season. But if they are able to mesh early on, it could definitely pose a, a solid, um, you know, kind of a benchmark to where the Cardinals are next season. Um, I'm going to look at the... I don't think that it's out yet. 
Um, I don't think that the, the, the schedule's not out yet, is it? I don't think that the schedule, the whole schedule's out yet. I think that the ACC schedule might be out yet. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't paid really too much attention to basketball, so I really haven't. Uh, I don't think that the whole season is out. So you would assume November 29th, um, you're probably going to have about maybe four to five games before that stretch at the most. So Maryland's going to be kind of toward the front uh, of the schedule. So it's going to be a good benchmark. It's going to be a good uh, measuring stick as to where the program is at, uh, where the team is at uh, early on before you get into the last part of the non-conference slate heading into ACC play. So a very formidable opponent with a solid head coach. I expect Maryland to be very solid defensively. They're going to have solid you know, veteran guard play. That's going to be a, a thing to focus on here with Louisville's lack of, of guards so far currently on the roster. How is that going to play out? How is Louisville going to look defensively? What is the identity going to look like on that side of the court? So a lot of questions to be answered. Hopefully we get some answers um, about the roster here soon. But we talked about um, Cole Martin, Jalen Mbakwe, the the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, there will be an episode um, you know, in on Sunday um, you know, to prepare for the end of the month. So um, be sure to check out the uh, Locked on ACC podcast to get all of your ACC news as a whole, uh, whether it's football previews or basketball roster talk. Be sure to check that out, hosted by Candace Cooper. Thanks again for making Locked on Louisville your first listen every day. And a reminder, you can check it out on YouTube, Odyssey, um, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, of all of these streaming services. I appreciate everyone for liking, sharing, subscribing, rating, listening to the podcast on whatever streaming service that they are using. That's going to wrap up this special Saturday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day. We will see you back here very shortly.